spotlight, the first spotlight of the year 2023. Happy New Year to you all. Um, I am joining you today, not from Dublin City, for my shame. I am joining you from Paris. <laughs> here I am in the cultural centre, um, the Irish cultural centre here on Rue des Irlandais, uh, which is a beautiful artist residency space and it's an exhibition space and it's an event space and it's a little hub for Irish creatives who want to come and spend some time in Paris and I am so grateful to be here. But I'm not ready to say goodbye to Dublin City yet. I'm going to be bringing you my show live from Paris for the next three weeks, if you will have me. Uh, I'm going to bring you brand new Irish music, as always, a guide to arts and culture in Dublin City and beyond. Um, And today, I thought I would start us off with a women's special. Now I know I've missed Nolignamon, which was this day last week, but I was traveling to Paris, that's my excuse. (laughs) So if you will excuse me, I'm going to play some Irish bangers from Irish women who deserve to be celebrated and shouted about. It's going to be all female for the next two hours on 103.2 Dublin City FM. Of course, we're going to hear some Enya. We're going to hear some... Uh, Gemma Dunleavy, Ham Sandwich, Fight Like Apes, Maria Kelly. We're going to hear it all. We're going to hear some Lisa Hannigan, some Alva Reddy, some Sprints. There has never been a better time for Irish music than right now. And why not celebrate the Irish women that we have? Um, If it's a little bit noisy here, it is because the streets of Paris outside my window are hustling and bustling and the whole building is full of life. Um, (laughs) I'm also going to play back a poem that I played out on my Christmas Day special which got so much love and attention that I think it needs to be played again and an interview that we had last year with an amazing woman called Clodagh Finn who specializes in writing about women, Irish women in history who may have otherwise been a little bit forgotten but sure look, we'll have a listen to some Enya, will we? Because there is no better Irish woman than Enya here we go. I can't wait to chat to you for the next two hours.
That was the incredible Elaine May with her song No Forever featuring May Kay. You might remember May Kay from Fight Like Apes, which we're going to take some more of later on in the show, because why not? They're back this year. They're back with a show in the Olympia Theatre, I think for the first time in like, I don't know, years and years and years. Um, A gig that I am wholeheartedly excited about. Let's keep it pumping here with another tune. This is from Sinead White with Insert Coin. Now that you decided You don't want me in your life Yeah, I got a scissors Cut out my gizzard Just let me be dramatic Cause I loved you like an addict I got the dinner Spiked my own dinner Maybe in time I'll be Maybe in time I'll be I do you I'm 
Yes, you will. Gemma Dunleavy there with Up the Flats. And if you get a chance, Gemma is in a new movie called The North Circular. And it's a documentary musical that travels the length of Dublin's North Circular Road from the Phoenix Park down to Dublin Port. 
exploring like the history and the music and the streetscapes of a street that links some of the country's most beloved and infamous places. It's a black and white movie. Um, it kind of goes over all the issues that, you know, historically Dubliners faced from like colonialism to the struggle for women's liberation. But it also talks about the issues that are kind of affecting musicians today, like saving the cobblestone pub. Gemma's in it, Lisa O'Neill is in it, John Francis Flynn is in it. It's uh, directed by Luke McManus and I think you can find it in cinemas now. Definitely worth the watch if you're into that. I'm going to crack on now with a tune by Sorka Richardson who was nominated for a Choice Music Prize which we will talk about in just a moment. Have a listen to her with her song Shark Eyes. There's a blue light outside the store The bell Chimes with the sliding doors Got my shark eyes So it won't be long Leave a car outside With the engine on We pass the flowers And the magazines We turn in heads Well I guess we caused a scene In the spotlight But you wear it well I call you first prize Could probably tell Just don't talk. My love, 
heard two songs in a row there. The first was Shark Eyes by Sorka Richardson. The second was Way to Say Goodbye by Ethan Nessa Francis. And what do those two amazing musicians have in common? They were listed as one of the Choice Music Prize Irish Album of the Year nominees, along with Anamika, Seamat, Dermot Kennedy, Fontaine's DC, Just Mustard, Pillow Queens, Mary Wallopers, and Thumper. Now, if you're looking at that list or listening to it, there's 10 acts there, and I think this might be the first time in Choice Music Prize history, correct me if I'm wrong, that we have had more female nominees than male. (laughs) Oh my God. I am so excited about this. You know what? I've been working in the music industry for 20 years now as a music photographer in what was historically a very male-dominated industry. You know, I was working in the photo pits, taking pictures of bands, you know, from the Olympia to The Point to Witness to all of the big shows. And women have never, ever... Um, had the had tipped the scales in terms of balance but looking at this list I am so proud I am so deliriously delighted that women are being represented because everybody like all we make so much great music here in Ireland it doesn't really matter what your gender is everyone should be given the same chances and the same opportunities and the same time on stage so This is proving that we are going in the right way in Ireland. Hence, me celebrating our little wins here by doing a Nolignamon women's special here on Spotlight. I'm going to play some more of those fabulous bands later on in the show. I'm so delighted. Let's take, I'm sure these guys have been up for a choice award at one point. This is Maykay. She's back again, this time with her band, Fight Like Apes. This is Lend Me Your Face.
sandwich with bodies don't you just love them they've been around for i think it's 20 years they're celebrating now and they just keep getting better and better i'm glad to hear that you're still with me and you're listening in dublin city or maybe you're listening abroad considering i'm coming to you from abroad it's not you know beyond the imagination i am here in the cultural center of ireland right in the heart of paris on rue des irlandais uh i'm taking some time to read and write and obviously do a radio show and i'm so grateful for the space and time to be able to do it i'm going to be here for the next three weeks and next week i hopefully i'm going to tease some of the other artists in residence i'm going to bring them over to my little studio here and Ask them for an interview as well as some of the staff and all the stories they hear here and all the exhibitions they see. It's really just a gorgeous, it's the heart of Irish Paris. If that's a thing, it should be a thing. It is a thing. Okay, okay. I'm going to continue on with my Nolignamon special. And what I'm going to do now is play a whole load of tunes straight in a row. So this is your time to just sink in and listen to songs. Um... I'm going to play four songs in a row. Uh-huh, four songs in a row. No ads, no interruptions, no chatter from me. These are incredible musicians that I've had the pleasure of interviewing here in Dublin City FM. Jackie Beverly, Neve Regan, Maria Kelly, Rosa Nutty all came in and played some songs for us live in this studio. If you missed any of our shows and any of those recordings, you can catch up 
on podcast platforms. Whether you listen on Spotify or Apple Music or Google Podcasts or even YouTube, go back, search for Spotlight with Ruth Medjber. That's me, Ruth Medjber, M-E-D-J-B-E-R is where you'll find me. Have a little listen back. We do two hours a week every week and we invite some amazing guests on. So go back and have a listen. I'm going to start us off with Jackie Beverly with her tune, Analog Radio. So bunker down, you'll be grand. Just listen to some tunes and enjoy all we've got coming for you.
hope you're enjoying our little mega mix here of previous guests on Spotlight. You heard Jackie Beverly followed by Neve Regan with Her Eyes, Our Blue Million Miles. We're going to get straight into now some Maria Kelly with Eight Hours, the James Vincent McMorrow Postcards remix. Then we're going to have some Rosa Nutty and I might even squeeze in some Katie Phelan, also a previous guest on the show. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I 
that was a very special mega mix of previous guests here on Spotlight. We had Jackie Beverly, Neve Regan, Maria Kelly, Rosa Nutty and Katie Phelan. And if you like the sound of any of those recorded tracks, you can listen back on our archives to their live sessions. Just have a look on wherever you find your podcasts. Go on. Okay, next up, I did a three-hour Christmas special. I don't know if you had the time to listen, but if you did, it was lovely having you. I played a lot of poetry, very, like, Christmassy poetry, but there was one poem in particular that got a lot of love. It was by Erin Fornoff, and I would like to give it another spin. Here is a poem she wrote called Home. Is it on me like a tattoo? Or in me like an accent? Or is it just the first stop on a long route where I keep a toothbrush in the bathroom? Is it on me like complexion? Is it in me to the marrow? Or is it just a bad Skype connection? The way my slang's inflected now. And maybe I love to feel a little bit exotic. The chance to be whoever I wanted. Move over here and feel like an artist to walk into a room with my whole life known. In three years, I'll be gone longer than I was ever home. Is it on me like an outfit? Is it in me like a wish? Or is it the end of a transatlantic flight to where all my anecdotes live? Is it on me like a label? Is it in me like a habit? Or is it when my mom says, I think you're staying, baby. And I've got silence in response to it. My old friends don't call much when they're upset, but I don't call them either. I don't know my mom's routine well. I don't know what to tell my father. And that Dublin damp, it might keep the Carolina dust down. But when I go home, my eyes well up at the smell of the ground. Is home what I knew? Or is home what I know? And how do you know when to stay? And when to go? Is it on me like a burden? Is it in me like a kindness? Is it on me like a yearning? Is it in me like a conscience? Is it on me like a posture? Is it in me like confession? Is it on me like an option? Is it in me like a lesson? How do I name the pull in my bones? Three years, I'll be gone longer than I was ever home.
was Korea with her song Last Day of the Year. Korea, I do believe, was a resident here at the Cultural Centre in Paris previously. You know what? It's a really lovely space where artists, whether you be a painter, a sculptor, a musician, a photographer like myself, you can come over and like stay in the heart of Paris and just be surrounded by you know artists of other disciplines and learned from each other and they have this massive library um just filled with gorgeous books and gorgeous records as well I've been down there listening to Gilliband and Telefiche and all sorts of things (laughs) I'm not doing any work I'm just listening to music which I guess is kind of work right um but I'm very grateful to be here uh as I'm sure Korea was Korea is of course Karen from Wyvern Lingo they're all doing beautiful solo projects at the moment so I'm trying to tempt her into the show to give us a live session um very very soon Speaking of live sessions, that seems to be all I'm talking about today. This is a song by Breedine called The Dawn Chorus with Stephen Ray doing the 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 poem on it. Breedine, who probably was one of my favourite interviews last year, is this gorgeous harpist who works with a loop pedal. So all these incredible sounds come out of one harp and one woman. Um, but in her, let's say, day job, when she's not being an incredible musician, she works in a funeral home, embalming bodies. And I just, you can hear it in the music. You just have this spiritual connection to people and to life and to all that's relevant and important and everything again if you miss that interview you can listen back on um, podcast platforms but have a beautiful little listen to this Flaming seraphim we find untrue 
is not sleep itself, but dreams we miss. Listening, heartbroken to the dawn chorus, clutching the certainty that once we flew, we yearn for that reality in us. Awaiting still our metamorphosis, we hoard the fragments of what once we knew. It is not sleep itself, but dreams we miss. We yearn for that reality in us. So, but I'm still here despite my woes You know how it goes, it's the life we chose You were there from the start Again, it was hard Dreams are moving on, but it never works when they tear us apart Summertime in rare form Just another child to care for Care when there ain't much to care for Back into the road of the airport But I couldn't leave you be Your heart close to mine, I feel you breathe I belong in this deep blue sea I belong in this deep blue sea Either red lights or red line Blue lights are hard to sprawl Give me war with a cop and a star With a no with a name written all on the wall Same old name that you hollered Looking to the lane where I followed Looking for some change in the squalor While we wave with the saints and the scholars Another point for your mind to the sands of the strand But we held the hand She asked me what's the plan Said I know what will be grand I need to sleep Far hard just to keep you free You belong in this deep blue sea You belong in this deep blue sea Now, seven towers is a knockdown. Generation shot down. Some gave up, but others stayed here when they got down. Getting up, getting high, getting down, getting nowhere. Heartbreak, good, you don't care. Gotta leave, but I don't know where. Now I don't know where. So, some stay stranded, but it's not how we planned it. Everything telling me I can't quit, and I can't understand it. So, we'll see through these hard times to lead to me. We belong in this deep blue sea. We belong in this deep blue sea. Blue. 
Right, that's the only male voice you're going to hear on this show on our Nolik Naban special because it is crucial to celebrate the men who platform and champion women. And I don't think there's a better man for that than Mango. That was Mango with Mathman and special guest star Lisa Hannigan. You couldn't have a show without her, could we now? But um, unfortunately, I heard the news that Mango and Mathman are going separate ways. But... They're both incredibly talented musicians. They both have such an intense grow for music that I doubt that's going to be the last we'll see of either Mango or Adam. So I wish them all extremely well. Now, Alva Reddy, don't we just adore her? We do, we do, we do, we do. Um, here is a song from her forthcoming album called This Is Shit Show. Uh, her album is going to be released in March and it is an absolute crucial banger for the collection. You will need it. Not not only just because yours truly shot the cover, but I promise you, it's good. Another guest who I am dying to get on the show. Here is Alva Reddy.
We are flying through the tunes today. Time is passing so quickly on this Wednesday that I haven't, I haven't even given you any events. <laughs> Listen, there's so much happening in Dublin City, but like people are kind of chilled for January. That's kind of why I've taken a wee break here in Paris and things are going to be a little bit different for these three shows that I'm going to broadcast from here. We will be back to you with a proper events guide of arts and culture and I'm going to come back to you with more live guests and more interviews and everything of the like yeah in a few weeks but I think we're still kind of on Christmas time we're in that like in between kind of period of changing from one year to another so let's just chill our boots with the events events guide for a little while and crack on with just some more beautiful tunes I mean is it, it we don't really get that much opportunity to just sit back and relax and listen to music right so i'm going to shut up i'm going to play you quita barra with her song skirting board bonfire Decent 
number was from Sprints. If you ever, ever, ever get an opportunity to see that band live, go and do it. You will not regret it. Unless, you know, you break a bone in the mosh pit, in which case I never told you to do that. (laughs) You will enjoy it. Let's crack on with some more tunes. Of course, we're celebrating a belated Nolik Naman here with the news that Choice Music Award Prize nominees have been announced. And out of the 10 nominees, six of them are women. (laughs) Delighted, delighted, delighted. So we are celebrating women and non-binary folk here on Dublin City FM today over these two hours. I'm going to crack on with a Choice Music winner. This is Soak with their tune, Knock Me Off My Feet. And after this song, I'm going to play an interview, a pre-recorded interview I broadcast last year, but it just is so crucial and important and gorgeous. It is with um, an author and friend of mine, Cloda Finn, who writes beautiful bodies of work celebrating women in history, in Irish history, who may have been previously, let's say, overlooked. So you're going to hear Soak, then you're going to hear from me and Cloda.
now I am very thrilled to welcome to Dublin City FM the fabulous author, Clodagh Finn. Clodagh, you're very welcome to the studio. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, Ruth. Great. And to see you, I'm delighted to I be know. part of this wonderful programme. Brilliant, thank you so much. And we met, you reminded me, three years ago. That's when we first met, when you were working on your book, Through Her Eyes. That's right. And I was sent by your publisher to go and photograph you in, was it a chapel? Yeah, you're right. It was an oratory painted by the wonderful Concepta Lynch. Now... So that's, she's a fabulous woman yeah. and this is what you base your life on, to be honest, Claudia. You, you document, capture, retell the stories of amazing women in history. You tell our history through these women. What draws you to this? It's amazing. It all happened actually in 2016. Um, I'm a journalist and I work mostly now for the Irish Examiner, a wonderful newspaper who tells lots of stories in the present and the past about women plug for the Irish Examiner. <laughs> but in 2016, I got a press release and it was from another wonderful kind of women based theatre company called Smashing Times Theatre Company. And they were putting on a production um, about forgotten women in war. And there was six vignettes. And one of them was about a Cork woman who is the Irish Oscar Schindler and her name is Mary Elms and she saved with with other people about 400 children from deportation to Nazi um, gas chambers in 1942 and I had never heard of her and also she has Israel's highest award righteous among the nations Oscar Schindler himself has that and that's given to non-Jewish people who risked their lives to save non-Jews during the Second World War and I said why is this woman not a household name and I started to do a bit of research on her and found a story of an exceptional woman who, apart from doing that, was a linguist, a scholar. Uh, she was taught by Samuel Beckett in Trinity and she learned French and Spanish. And that's what set her on that journey. She went to the Spanish Civil War where she volunteered and she followed her Spaniards over the Pyrenees into the south of France. And that's where that's how she finds herself during the Second World War. And the camps start to fill up with Jews and she goes out for a way to save tens, hundreds of them. And you were obviously touched by not just her story, but the fact that she wasn't a household name. So you wrote an entire book about her. I did. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> a Time to yeah. Risk It All, right? Yes, that's right. By Gill Books. Yes, yeah. yes. So that was your first book. Was it? It was. Yeah. It was. And then I met you on the campaign for Through Her Eyes. That's right. Okay. And tell me a little bit more. So you, obviously you got the gra for discovering these undiscovered women. <laughs> That's exactly it. And I suppose it was a gra that went right back to my childhood because I'm from Tralee and my dad and mum, they were great storytellers. And my dad used to tell me the stories on the landscape, you know, and he used to tell us stories of the witch of Carinthool, who may or may not be real. Oh, she's real. <laughs> You know, she's real. If you ever hear yeah, about a rich like that, go. they're real. But I was very interested in the stories, all stories. And when I went to look at the stories that interest me through history, they weren't there. Or they were in the footnotes. Mm. Or you'd have a little mention of this lady was the sister of somebody and she did something. And that was it. So I started to look back um, right in the Stone Age. Why not start at the very beginning? And... 
see if I could tell the story of the history of Ireland from the Stone Age right through to the digital present through the lives of women. That interests me because I think it really brings um, stories to life. And I was wondering, you know, what was it like for a woman to be alive in Ireland in the last century, the century before? I was curious. Mm. So I kind of stepped into a TARDIS, you know, and just stopped down wherever took my fancy and uh, Concepta Lynch and we met in that beautifully illustrated um, oratory I call her the Irish Michelangelo and it's only slightly exaggerated No, I think that's so true because you know I walked in not really knowing anything about this woman and discovering this incredible church that she had painted hand painted so beautifully but I didn't know anything about it nothing at all and I was like this is such I know everything about male artists let me tell you that don't do half as good as work as she did and I walked in I was like I need to know more about this woman and you were to hand and I found it loads (laughs) but she is one of the the 21 women in your book through her eyes that you you know tell us about which is gorgeous then you went from through her eyes to uh, her keys to the city, which is honouring the women who made Dublin. Now, a couple of the facts that you have in this in the, in the in the press release here absolutely blow me blow me away. Just four women were among the eighty three people given the freedom of the city of Dublin since the award was inaugurated in eighteen seventy six. Is that real? That is real, and it is true, and it is staggering, and. Often when I ask people, um, how many women do you think got the freedom of the city since the award was inaugurated? And I'm blown away by the number of people who say none. Oh, wow. Because we just have lost faith. We've lost faith. And this book is all down to the previous Lord Mayor, Alison Gilliland, who is such a champion. And when she came into office, she wanted to give all these women in the past the freedom of the city. Yeah, But you can't give a person the freedom of the city if they are dead. Oh. So she came up with this idea to honour 80 women, to bring it up to parity and to just write them back into the record. And she came to you. She the came most to me. Perfect met, woman to do the yeah, job. We met on the Twitter, as I call it, <laughs> and we were, you know, talking about other women. And... This is a very kind of democratic project because in February she put it out to the people who do you think should be in there and we got some fantastic suggestions and she we were coming down with stories of women yeah. who hadn't been given the um, recognition that they and needed. What kind of women are we talking about? Well the one that comes to mind today is Dr Kathleen Lynn because this is the anniversary of her death. She died on the 14th of September in 1955. She's probably quite well known because there's a campaign at the moment to name the children's, the new children's hospital oh. after her because in 1919 she set up the very first paediatrician paediatrician hospital in Dublin in Charlemont Street where the Carlton Hotel is now she did it with 70 pounds and two cots yeah and what they did was amazing it was very patient oriented very woman focused a lot of the staff were women and they were encouraged to go out and innovate and one of them Dr Dorothy Stopford Price who's also in the book learnt German so she could find out what was being done in Europe to tackle the epidemic of the time which was TB and she was the woman who introduced the BCG vaccine the vaccine against 
TB'd Ireland. What a hero. What a hero. You've all these women who worked in so many spheres um, celebrated in the book. Oh, we should definitely name the Children's Hospital out. Now, it's cost a lot more than 70 quid and a few costs. It that's it. That's it. <laughs> you see, I'm telling you, they should take take pointers from Dr. Kathleen Lynn. Another thing in Dr. Kathleen Lynn, too, she was a gay woman living with her partner in Rat Mines, I think. <laughs> yeah. And they were both very involved together in public life and in private life. And actually, a lot of the women, the revolutionary women, some of the trade unionists, um, were were gay women. Uh, two women in the book, and I'm thinking of them recently too, is Louis Bennett or Louisa Bennett. And she was the general secretary, if you like, of the Irish Women's Workers Union. And her partner was Helen Shenovix. And they are commemorated in a bench in Stevens Green. Really? So I love the idea that if you go around Dublin City, you'll find... Well, yeah. that's very explicit and well known, but people have forgotten the story. Oh, I didn't know this. There you so you I'm going to go, go searching in Stephen's Green for Yeah, and it's women. a huge bench and it's a fantastic bench. And Good that on. woman, in 1945, she supported the laundry workers who went out on strike. They were out on strike for four months, 1,500 of them who were working in hot, fetid laundries for 13 hours a day. And they were campaigning for two weeks pay holiday and they won not only for themselves but for all of us so we have them to thank for two weeks for paid holidays now you know and that's kind of forgotten although they're commemorated on Liberty Hall have a look at the side of Liberty Hall and you'll see a tribute to them and Delia Larkin we hear a lot about Jim yeah, but Delia's in there too. So there's two things for you um, to look so at. So Delia was supporting those those women. She was. She rights. she was very involved in the labour movement as well, and she sort of forgotten under the shadow of Jim. Yeah. Um. But she was a great woman, and she was a journalist, and she used to write articles for, uh, women for women's rights, for votes for women, for workers' rights. Yeah. Why do and you think women are forgotten like they are? I think what what happened is that. History took on a certain cast and it was the stories of battles and it was the stories of military might and it was the story of politics. Mm. And it was kind of, there was the slick of testosterone right across it, you know, and it just became, you know, this is what makes history. And I think in recent years, a fantastic woman from Cork, who's also in the book, Margaret McCurtain, challenged that because she did a PhD on a bishop. Uh, his name escapes me, which is terrible. I should remember the men as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll forgive but, you. Yeah, we'll we'll forgive you. You've got loads of other yeah, names going but on. But she, she went across Europe and looked in the archives and she saw how present the women were in his lives. And she started to campaign for a different telling of history. And just on an interesting one, Tolkien, Lord of the Rim, Rings, was her supervisor. Staff. Yeah, would Look, you believe, would you believe that? This. And he said, will you come? So she, she was a very smart lady. She said, will you come and do your PhD with me? And she said, no, actually, I have a vocation. And oh. she, she joined the nuns. <gasps> so she was a nun and a campaigner and a fighter for the rights of women. And she lectured, people will know her as Sister Ben in UCD. And the, when the Archbishop John Charles McQuaid asked her for her lecture notes, would you believe in 1964 to see if they were all right? Ah. She just said no. 
<laughs> but she was she was one of the the people in Ireland who really changed the tide and said women contribute in so many ways in the male ways. I mean, there you'll find them, you know, tinkers, tinkers, tailors, soldiers, sailors, politicians. But they have right from the beginning what you might call a softer social power and they they make they have made the world around us and yeah it's time to just so i think since the 60s and 70s there's been a shift but there's a long way to go there is absolutely a long. Yeah. is there anyone else in the book that you want to give it a nod to or is there any favorites or any like divils any stories you'd love agnes barnell do you remember agnes barnell can't she, say i do yeah well she you would have loved agnes barnell she was a cabaret singer and she fled berlin nazi berlin just before the nazi party came to power and she came first to london where she was codenamed Vicky and she had a radio program like yourself but she was spreading disinformation to upset upset the Germans and she would send coded messages to the resistance but one of the things she said there was a call for all the Germans to put samples of their poo in bottles and send them to the Gestapo headquarters (laughs) you can imagine the chaos (laughs) Uh, yeah, I love that you connect me with this. No, legend. no, <laughs> yeah, but you'd love that. I thought you'd love that. But here, she was a real cultural icon, if you like. She came to Dublin. This is what made me think of her. <laughs> think of you. She was a real kind of cultural innovator. She was very involved in setting up the Project Art Centre. Uh, she married um, Desmond Leslie, um, who famously was a bit of a Lothario and you know, the marriage split up. But she came to Dublin and she did so much in the cultural scene. This is what made me think of you. And she um, she had acted with Vivian Lee and Sean Connery. And she she was a real character and she did so much for the cultural life of Dublin. That's what, yeah, brings her to mind. (laughs) And her granddaughter writes about her beautifully in the book. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. So in Her Keys to the City and Through Her Eyes, we'll find out about loads of different women who work in different industries and have done so many different things Absolutely. for us all, for us all. that we're yeah. all still like find, like feeling the value of. Absolutely. And I'll finish with one actually yeah. because today is an auspicious day or a momentous day because for the first time contraceptives are available free to, for 17 to 25 year olds. Yeah. It makes me think of a woman who is very much still with us called Mary or May McGee, who was a mother of four. She had four children under the age of two. Um, She had a succession of a lot of pregnancies, two and then had twins. And her doctor said it it would be a danger to your health to um, have any more children. Mm. And he recommended spermicidal jelly which she had to import because it was illegal in Ireland in 1973. The customs seized her spermicidal jelly. Would you believe that? I would believe it. Yeah, (laughs) and she took them to the Supreme Court (gasps) and won and overturned the ban of contraception. What year is this we talking? 1973. That's just... 
And it took decades for it to be inscribed in law. Like it wasn't, you know, there was the Irish solution to the Irish problem. And people were worried that so many sacred sperm would be wasted. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But I think of her today. She's such a brave lady. And it's worth saying, too, she is deaf. So... But that didn't stop her. You know, she can lip read, but she went through and, you know, the the would have initially her church was against her. Her husband stood beside her, but she stood up and she fought for all of us. So a special shout out to her in Scaries today. Big shout out to Big her. Big shout Love out her. to her. Love her. Yeah, Everything Mae she's done for yeah. us. Go on, Mae McGee. Yeah. Claudia Finn, thank you so much Absolute for being pleasure. an inspirational oh, woman no. yourself and coming in and telling us all these fabulous stories. So you can pick up your book, Her Keys to the City, Through Her Eyes and A Time to Risk All. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. Violets on the porch and the naked trees dripping
with her tune for time who is also nominated for a choice music award go on the girls um that is all we have time for today on wednesday the 11th of january except for one thing today is a very special day because it is the most important woman's birthday so mammy if you're listening happy birthday i hope you're listening because you're the only one that feckin listens to this show <laughs> have a lovely birthday i'm going to play this tune for you it might be the only time i will ever play this song on my radio show so enjoy it and to everyone else i will be back next week still in france but with some banging irish tunes thank you so much for listening here is mary black if life is a river your heart is a And just like water, baby, baby, born to float And if life is a wild wind that blows way on high And your heart is a million dying to fly Heaven knows no frontier I've seen heaven in your eyes And if life is a barroom In which we must wait Round the man with his fingers On the ivory gates Where we sing until dawn Of our fears and
fist and your hunger for justice and right. Then your heart is a pure flame of man's constant light. In your eyes, faint as the singing of a heart that somehow this black night feels warmer for the spark. Warmer for the to hold us till the day when fear will lose its grip and heaven has its way and heaven has its way when all